and welcome to the Stompcast with me, Dr. Alex George. If you follow me on socials, you know how much I love a walk or a stomp. And so this is my new podcast where I invite a guest to go for a stomp and a chat with me in a place of their choice. For this first episode, I've invited on my manager and good friend, Harry Grenville. Harry is responsible for helping me out with my socials, brand collaborations, and making fun things like this podcast happen. She's an absolute star and knows me like no other. So I thought, who better to help me explain what this podcast is all about? So Harry, thank you for joining me. Thank you very much for having me. Goodness, we are back We are back in, in Richmond Park, aren't we? Yes, back in Richmond Park. It feels like a real blast from the COVID past. People might have heard uh, the parakeets singing there gently in the background. Maybe not so gently, actually. Yeah, but, they're quite uh, noisy today. They are quite noisy. They're active. They must recognise us, remember us coming back. They're happy to welcome us back. Richmond Park is a special place for us, um, for both of us, probably for similar and different reasons. But essentially, throughout lockdown, we lived around here, didn't we? Yes, we were both very, very nearby to this gate, Sheen Gate in particular. So yeah. it was the, the one thing I think that kept us sane through a very difficult time was coming to this sort of beautiful, open, varied landscape and just stomping. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so we're starting our walk today, our stomp today here in East Sheen Gate. And this is a path well trodden, isn't it? And I actually remember one time we were walking along here down towards the lake and it was the windiest, wettest and most weather violent days ever. <laughs> but we were determined for a stomp, weren't we? We were being blown backwards. It was very counterproductive walks. We were trying to walk forwards and basically making no progress because no, no. it was so windy. But we'd obviously gone from spending so much time together working on all these different projects to going to a completely sort of online working environment. So we were actually very lucky to be able to come here and still kind of do our meetings whilst whilst stomping around the whole of the wonderful Richmond Park. Well, I think that point is, probably leads us on nicely to what we should discuss first, is the why of what we're doing. So, as I said in the introduction, really, Stompcast is all about uh, stomping. Surprise, surprise. And it's a podcast, so cast. We're very clever, aren't we? Um, and, and really what we're talking about is getting outside and the benefits for your body and your mind. And this podcast really is all about getting interesting people outside in the places they like to walk and finding out who they are, why they stomp, and, you know, really what it is in their life they do to keep themselves well and happy. So Harry, I'm very excited about this podcast for a few different reasons. One of which clearly is we're outside stomping in one of my favourite places, but also there's something very unique about this podcast in terms of the timings, isn't there? Yeah, so we're actually going to be breaking it down into almost three 20-minute episodes because the whole point of this podcast or Stompcast is that we want to take you stomping with us. So if you haven't already, put your shoes put on Put your now. shoes on, people. Get outside and stomp with us. So for some of you, you may go on an hour-long stomp, but for some of you, it may be that you have sort of more bite-sized chunks. Perhaps you get out for 20 minutes on your lunch break at work three times a week. So what we've done with this is we've got different things going on in each 20-minute chunk so that you can spread it out across your week. And sometimes I know if I get really into a podcast, I'm kind of sad as soon as I finished it, I have to wait another whole week to listen again. But with this, if you sort of break it down over your week, then you've constantly got Alex in your ears getting you through your stomp. That might be good or bad, who knows? But, it, <laughs> but it's almost like a Netflix binge. It's either you binge the episodes all at once, which some yep. want to do, or others might just want to have that and those bite size. And what's really great about the 20-minute chunks is that you can decide how to listen to us, basically. So even in the morning, if you're walking to work, take 20 minutes have a listen have a break at work or if you really want to you can listen to it all at once we'll be in your ears every monday with a different guest and we're going to go stomping with that guest in the place that they like to move they like to work so it's gonna be varied we might be in the urban areas might be in a beautiful park like this in richmond we might be in the mountains even 
And I hope, I hope by the seaside would be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah, you'll hear those crashing waves in the background, seagulls. Oh, it'd be lovely. Or down to Newgale, which is obviously very special in my heart as well. So I hope we're going to be a great companion to you in the weeks and months ahead. Now, first of all, I want to explain a little bit what we're going to do in each part. So part one is going to be all about the where and why people stomp. We're going to dive into the interesting places that people go, you know, and the varied places people go to stomp. Part two is going to be a real deep dive into that person, find out who they are, what makes them tick. And part three will be much more focusing about what their toolkit is for life. So how do they deal with the stresses and strains? And I hope we can give you guys some great tips to finish off the episode with. So Harry, one of the things we're going to be talking about in part one of these episodes is what is your toolkit for stomping? The three things that you must have before you go out. Yeah. What are they for you? So I've broken it down into the three C's. And so the first C is companionship. So sometimes companionship might be yourself, a friend, you know, someone to have a really great chat. Because I find we open up more when we're walking because we're looking forward. It's less exposing yeah. than eye contact. <laughs> yeah. But then sometimes I might be my best companion. I might need time with myself, with my thoughts. Other times it could be a great podcast like Stompcast or just the perfect playlist. Uh, the second is comfort. I don't like to have bags with me when I'm walking. I need the perfect stomping shoes. If it's mountainous, then my walking boots are my best friend, but if not really comfy trainers that are worn in, no blisters allowed, you know, like comfortable clothing. I'm always in my gym leggings for my stomp. I don't want any faff. Yeah. And then the third is a circuit. So I find that it can become very uninspiring if you get trapped in stomps that are linear. So you have to walk to an end point and then back on yeah. yourself. And suddenly you're kind of like just waiting for it to be over the whole way back to your starting point so if you can find a stomp that is a circuit where the whole route is varied and you're not having to loop back on yourself then you'll stay inspired and you'll stay motivated to get to the very end of the circuit it's nice when you feel like you've kind of got a bit of a journey aren't yeah. you you know your halfway point you know your your, your end point i think your companionship is also as much about being your own best company as other people as well i think being learning to be comfortable by yourself is a very it's a very important thing and Absolutely. I enjoy both for it I love going you know for stomps with friends and you know chatting you know chatting away and you know tearing the world apart really yeah. and talking yeah. and, uh, while you're walking but also you know I do enjoy those kind of sometimes if I'm really stressed or I'm just like I'm being inside too much I just need to go on my own yeah and especially yeah. I find in the morning I find just having a stomp having some music in my ears you know or a podcast or whatever in the morning can really help kind of like clear my head it gets yeah. me in the right kind of frame Sets of mind you up for the day yeah i think it i think it does and i mean even from a scientific perspective we know that you know when you go out for you go outside in the morning you're getting exposed to natural light to sunlight even if it's through the clouds and and that uh, helps um trigger basically and, and regulates your circadian rhythm so your sleep cycle so mm -hmm. if you get morning light good exposure to morning light in the morning even for 20 minutes that will help set your sleep cycle so that in the evening you'll sleep better. So there's real science to why stomping can help as well. Absolutely. So for those that are new to stomping, what's in your stomp toolkit? What would you say are the things that help you get in the zone for a stomp? So for me, three important things, I think. Number one, the right stomping attire. Priority of that is really the right shoes. So right now it's you know springtime, I've got my trainers on, but I do have a very comfy pair of wellies to walk in the you winter. And that's wellies, important because I love I love my stomping boots. And anyone following my socials will know that I love booting a load of leaves and things. Second thing is I like to listen. I listen to a lot of podcasts and, and of course sometimes music as well, particularly classical music, um, while walking and while stomping. 
And I think it's really great because it gets you into a certain space. And I hope people listening to this will say that they're, they're learning something along the way. And that's what's really nice. Stomping can actually be, yes, a really kind of peaceful and silent time, but you can really learn stuff as well. Yeah. But not in a way that's stressful or tiring. So I think bring, you know, bring some listening device with you, hopefully listening to us. Uh, and thirdly, for last but not least, uh, I always like to have a coffee on the go. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, did have my coffee before we started, but you know, in the mornings and things, when you know, I got up for my morning stomp, I walk to the coffee shop, say hello to people. You know, that's the thing as well. When you take yourself outside, you're giving yourself the opportunity to meet people. It's so true, isn't it? And also, it's that form of routine. Like we're creatures of habit, so actually, that process becomes like a real treat or gift to yourself. Taking yourself to get that coffee from that familiar face. I noticed I only recently started going back to the coffee shop that I used to go to loyally before lockdown because I stopped doing that particular commute. Uh, and as soon as I reconnected with the owner of this cafe, Devotion Clapham Junction, check it out. <laughs> um, I, this guy, he's so full of joy. And it made me realize that I really, at the start of lockdown, I really missed that connection with the man in the coffee shop. And just that one friendly face at the beginning of the day can really change the tone of the start of your day and just go, do you know what? This is gonna be a good day because one person has been really nice to me today. And it's made that difference to my energy. So, Alex, just for those who don't know what a stomp is, do you want to explain the word stomp, where it came from and what it means to you? Yeah. So I define stomp as walking with purpose. Now, that purpose can be to get to a destination. It might be for the process or it could just be because... You want to get out stomping. It is what it, you want it to be. And I think that's the beauty of stomping. So for me, a lot of the time, to be honest, it's the process. So I don't necessarily need to get somewhere, but going out and walking, you know, it allows me to process, I think, what's going on in life, to clear my head. I know that I'm getting my heart going, getting moving, getting natural light. I know there's so many benefits to it. And I think that's why, that's the why of what I do. And that's the purpose of, of my stomp. And I think, you know, in my younger years, I didn't really see perhaps it as a specific thing. I was like, I'll go out for a bit of a walk. But particularly throughout the kind of pandemic when, let's be honest, we were locked inside. I was either in A&E or, you know, in a flat. It was my life-saving, really. life saviour, to be honest, getting yeah. out and stomping. Yeah, and I suppose that's what the whole point of part two of the Stompcast, isn't it? To get to know well, yourself this week and all your guests in the weeks that follow and to kind of dig a bit deeper into who you are and where stomping has kind of helped you in your life. So I guess, you know, we've obviously touched on it already, but it had a huge impact for you during the pandemic and juggling being an A&E doctor and also hugely in the media at that time, you were giving sort of all this advice from the front line. So can you just tell all the listeners a bit more about what that time of your life was like for you? So if you roll all the way back when, it was, was it 2020? 2020, 2020 uh, wasn't it? Early 2020 yeah. when it all kicked off. It was an odd time, really, because I remember we were actually thinking about the book, Live Well Every Day, and we were actually in the process of putting that all together. And there was a real optimism, you know, looking forward into the year. And it was odd. I remember being sat in a cinema, actually, and my phone, on um, breaking news, said, oh, there's there's a potential virus that's appeared, you know, in, in, in China, in the Wuhan region. And, and there's no way at that time anyone could predict what it would become. No. And the speed of which it went from that little ping on the phone to me being in A&E and seeing one of the first few patients that came in with, yeah. you know, COVID to Lewisham, it, it was just unbelievable. And we went from the first few weeks of just seeing people in isolation outside Lewisham Hospital where I work 
to the whole department being full of patients with COVID in about three or four weeks. It was, it was just staggering and it was a really stressful time. You couple that with, if you think, you know, for as everyone was, we were watching the TV screens and, you know, I remember the Prime Minister coming on and going, right, I'm sorry. Actually, I remember it was almost a bit of a Churchillian moment where he said, people, you know, friends and family will die before their time along yeah. those lines. And, and, and I'm really sorry we're you know, going into lockdown. And it was definitely affecting me kind of physically and mentally. And that's why being out here and we, uh, the, the walks and the stomps we scheduled in was so important because it gives you that, that space to kind of decompress, keeps you off your phone and off the news. Yeah. Because we've kind of found out of control. And you come out here and you go, there are leaves on the trees, the parakeets are making their song, the planes weren't really flying. <laughs> they weren't. <laughs> which was kind of nice. But the world still felt kind of there. And I think that yeah. was very important. And that's true of any situation in life that where you feel out of control, and hopefully this is where Stompcast will really help people, is that it doesn't have to be, you know, a worldwide pandemic. It can be, if there's anything in your life that is making you feel destabilised or out of control or you're consuming yourself with any other news story, if you do feel you need that escape, then this is the perfect way yeah. to get out and just feel normal again. Sure. Just do a normal mundane activity, have a normal sort of chat on the phone or walk your dog or whatever and just try and move yourself away from those overwhelming thoughts and just look at a really nice tree. Well, it's <laughs> a beautiful tree. It is well, a nice it really, tree. It really taught me that even in the face of the worst pressure and the worst stuff going on, ultimately you can't get through those things if you don't look after yourself. And that's the principle uh, that underpins it all. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got to invest in yourself to be able to achieve. And, you know, I, I, I love reading self-help books. I love reading books around, like, self-development and stuff like that. But ultimately, you know, when you look at the most successful people in what a way, whatever way you define success, those people don't sustain that success unless they really and truly take time for themselves. They burn out for another way of looking at it. Yeah. And, and I think for anyone listening, just remember, it doesn't matter where, where you're trying to get to, what you're trying to achieve, there are fundamental things that matter in the same way to you as it does anyone else. Sleep, you know, exercise, nutrition, getting natural light, speaking to people, maintaining your uh, relationships. All of these things come together and ultimately allow you to do the things you want to do. Well, that's and, why you wrote Live Well Every Day as well, yeah. because it really touches on all those key areas yeah. that you just said. It's, the, you know, it's, the, it's a handbook to finding those key coping strategies. And I think also that's something that we'll touch on in part three, which is yeah. what are... What are the things that get us yeah, through? What get us through? And as we're saying this, actually, we're just—you can probably hear the ducks in the water. We've got ducks on our left. Uh, if anyone knows Richmond Park well, we've walked from East Sheen Gate over to the house where they have the drama school now, and down around the lovely lake. And in front of us, oh my gosh, look at the little ducklings! Oh my goodness! This couldn't even be better. Oh, they're so sweet. Hopefully, hopefully, we've got Holly here from the social media. She'll capture this beautiful moment of the ducklings. We'd better not scare so them we off. We can actually. share those with you. God, look how lovely they are. So you fluffy. can't do this in a normal podcast, can you? Only on the Stompcast. God, they are so beautiful, aren't they? They're little yellow fluffy things. If you, if you want to have a look, we'll make sure it's on social media for everyone listening, because you obviously can't see, but they are beautiful little fluffy things. That brings us nicely onto talking about our toolkit for life. I'll be asking all of my guests to bring with them what their toolkit for life is. Whether it's a piece of advice, a value, a motto that our guest lives by, or what they do when the going gets tough. Harry, we're continuing our stomp, third and final part. Yep. Are you feeling fresh and energised? I am. I feel rejuvenated by the fresh air already. 
And you but feel alive inside? I do, I feel very alive. The second half of my day is going to be incredibly productive now. And I think that takes us and segues us nicely onto your toolkit for life. What are the things that gets you through, Harry? So the things that get me through, and I, I feel like this is the same for you, and I think we've had this conversation before, but it's about tokens. Hmm. I usually use a slightly stronger word than tokens. Of I have to value them. Yeah. Um, I won't use that word on this podcast. And, yeah. I, and they, we all have a limited amount of these tokens, right? Yeah. So you kind of need to know what uses up your tokens and where do you go to fill up your bag of tokens again? Because if you don't take that time to have self-awareness, then how do you look after yourself? You know, as a doctor, you had to be taught how to look after other people. And sometimes it's worth taking that time to teach yourself what it is that you need. So sometimes, you know, it may be, we all, we all love to connect with other people, but sometimes that may actually drain your tokens and it's about taking time to refill them on your own, whereas other times actually I might need to refill by being around the right people. And I think the main piece of advice I would give is that if you're ever going through a tough time, and I think quite often when we sort of face adversity or something doesn't go right in our lives, and when, you, when you're being unkind to yourself in your thoughts, I think one of the best things you can do is surround yourself by the people yeah. that know you the best. Yes, sometimes we do need alone time and we need to reflect, but sometimes reflection can be at our own detriment as yeah. well and I you know lately there was something I was struggling with and I spent a weekend with my brothers and my sisters and I think sometimes when you're around people that know you in your truest form it teaches you to love yourself again because you feel you you're filled up by the love of other people who don't just know sort of you know a glimpse of you as you are today but they know also all the hurdles that you've had to jump along the way and have that when you, when you feel like you're around people that have a deeper understanding of you it kind of goes, oh, do you know what? These people get me and I'm okay. And in a way, what you're talking really about is being choosing your counsel well, isn't yeah, it? And, exactly. and thinking about who you get counsel from, who do you talk from, because as you say, people see snippets of your life and sometimes we forget that the person that's listening or talking to you doesn't have that fuller picture. So yeah. choosing the right people that listen, that truly love you, that want to hear is very important. Yeah. That's not to say that people at work or people around you shouldn't be checking in and talking to you Absolutely. or you can't share with them. But I think it's always worth having that kind of understanding, I guess, that yeah. they don't always know. You know, I, I, love the, I love the term toolkit. We've used it a few times in the podcast so far. And the reason I love that phrase so much is that a toolkit looks different for each and every person. So, you know, depending on what you're trying to fix or what you're trying to work on, what your issues are in your life, what the, your strengths and your weaknesses are, your toolkit's going to look different. So mine will look different to yours and yours will look different to your friends or your colleagues or whatever. And then that's absolutely fine. What is in your toolkit then? What is the sort of takeaways that you would want to give all the listeners of Stompcast to so maybe try out in I, their kit? So I think, again, this can look different for everyone. But one of the broad, I think, I don't know what I'm trying to away to explain it, but in everyone's toolkit, you have certain spanners and you have screwdrivers. It might look a little bit different, but they're core fundamental things that are there. I'm trying to keep this toolkit thing running, analogy running. Purpose is probably one of the most important things I think anyone can have. In fact, uh, the German philosopher, American German philosopher Nietzsche had a great saying that he who has a why to live by can bear almost any how. I haven't quite got that perfectly right, but I think you get the idea. It's like there is no point thinking about all the other aspects of your life until you understand why you're here. And I think a lot of people find life difficult or they struggle in life because they don't have a sense of purpose. You know, and purpose is the why you get up in the morning. What is it that gets you out of bed? What is it that gets you excited, your heart racing, your imagination going? And it doesn't always have to be your career. It doesn't that people always think your purpose needs to be a career. It might be what you do in your spare time. 
But you need something that gives you that buzz. I think it's about not underestimating the little wins yes. and not focusing on buying a house, getting a, a promotion. It's, you know what, I actually ran one minute faster than I did four months ago or, you know, I learned a new skill like drawing or playing the piano and, you know, or it's, it's even smaller than that. It's, you know, <laughs> I remember to water my plants, which I forget to do all the time. And then when I look at my plants when they're dying, I feel like it's a reflection of where I'm at in my life. And as soon as I water them again, I feel better because I'm nurturing something. So giving yourself small little daily wins that you can have rather than everything feeling insurmountable is another really great way to get through, I think. What you're talking about there really is topping up those little areas of your purpose. So, so you, you don't have to just have one purpose either. Yeah. What you talked about there, you're talking a little bit about creativity, you're talking a little bit about caring, you know, with the plants mm. and stuff. And so you're serving that purpose a little bit each day. The other areas, I think the toolkits for me, is it's got to be classical music. Now, it's something I yeah. developed later on in life, only really last, in the last year or so, and particularly around you know, the times I've started doing Classic FM. Like, I absolutely love it, and I now have uh, classical music on all the time at home. And, I can confirm that's and, true. And, uh, yes, and it's absolutely <laughs> true. And the, guy, the rest of the team that come and work at home we can, can confirm they come in, and it's just on all the time. And the reason I have it on is because it really calms me. And I've learned, as someone who has anxiety, that anything that calms me is a good thing. And mm. so having classical music on, it just slows the heart rate, it clears the mind, and I feel very grounded. And again, this is a tool that I've only developed in the last yeah. year or so. You know, it's, it's something new and that's fine. In your life, you might have some things that you like doing and they're helpful and then become unhelpful. Yeah. Do you know what I think one of the best pieces of advice that I've been being told like my whole life, you know, since I was a child, was it all feels better in the morning. Like it won't yeah. feel better, better, yeah. but don't try and solve things late at night. I think, you know, because when you're tired, it goes back to everything that you say about sleep. We make better choices when we're yes. well rested. So I think, you know, it, when we do face any kind of adversity, it's not knowing we don't have to fix it straight away because you will get past these things. You know, it might not be easy, but you will. So don't put pressure on yourself to fix any kind of pain or trouble that you're feeling straight away because you'll get there. So if you just need to go to bed, yeah. sleep it off, reflect in the morning. It's such a simple piece of advice, yeah. but actually, you know, I, you know, I'd be having a breakdown about my homework in year five. My yeah. mum would say, think about it in the morning. And she was right. It was better in the morning. Well, it's idea, but like by, by definition, situations are temporary, right? The situations, exactly. they're there for a period of time and then they go. And it's the same with feelings and emotions. So learning to kind of immerse yourself in whatever your toolkit is and understanding that you will get through that time is probably the most powerful advice I could give. Now, I was kind of getting a little bit worried that we were nearly at the end of this walk and haven't seen any deer, but I can confirm that we have a load of deer to our right. We have a lot. They're so beautiful. Little bambies everywhere. Oh, so sweet. That's another thing about being on a stomp is you get to celebrate small things. You know, like we saw a duck and we're immediately, you know, we feel all Happy, warm and fuzzy smiling. and like you see a deer and there's something magical about actually observing other forms of life other than our own. Yeah, nature's beautiful. Yeah. So Alex, earlier you also mentioned obviously self-help books are very helpful to yourself. Are there any that you would recommend in particular? Well, I think the, the one that I read that I think really did change my life, and maybe it's a story for another day, another stomp, but uh, Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now, uh, all about being present. And in a way, what I said about time kind of underpins that, you know, being in the moment, not worrying about what might come in the future or the troubles of the past. It's living in the present yeah. uh, and in the moment that you're in. And that gives you the best opportunity for happiness. And, and that's probably the one I'd recommend to people, really. Absolutely. Harry, we've just, uh, funny enough, we timed this to absolute perfection. Because Very we're now arriving, arriving back to East Sheen Gate. And 
I think, believe we're pretty much on the hour, which I'm very pleased about. So whether you've done three 20-minute stomps, you've joined us on the whole journey, thank you. And I hope you've enjoyed this taster because tomorrow is our second episode and our first with our outside guest. Harry's been very kind and very gentle with me on the stomp, getting used to this format because it's learning, right? We're all learning. Yeah. And tomorrow is our first episode with a very, very exciting guest. You'll see some teasers on the social media, so keep an eye out. I hope you've enjoyed. Make sure you do subscribe wherever you do listen to your podcasts and enjoy your stomping. Lots of love from us both. Goodbye. And back we arrived at East Sheen Gate. Thank you.